Summer is fleeting, which makes right now the perfect time to experience the many wonders of Biltmore. There's so much to see, so much to do, and so many ways to save with online ticket discounts, overnight stay packages, and free admission for children nine and under. There's still time to make more summer memories. Plan your visit and save now at Biltmore.com. Welcome in to episode 54 of Fired Up, presented by the Belly of Podcast Network. Go check them out at bellyupsports.com. Uh, you can also check us out uh, and all of our content at firedupsports.com. Uh, go check go check that out. So uh, I'm Mike Gilletto. Joining me, as always, is Dom Console. Dom, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Listen, I, I, I've got to be honest with you guys right now. I had a Pop-Tart before this. I, you know, <laughs> the acid reflux might might kick in, baby. So Okay, million-dollar question. What, what flavor? Uh, it was the Oreo. Okay, I can. Did you, ever, I have, did you ever have the Oreo? I, I, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's sure. if it was like a strawberry or something. Like I probably would. It probably I'm already feeling it, but um, it, it probably wouldn't be as bad because it's chocolate, like the Oreo. So. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So we're we're gonna we're gonna be fighting through conditions today. So that listen, that's fine. Um, there's there's a lot going on in the city. Oh, what a oh what a Thursday night it was in Philadelphia because there was. <laughs> There was a bunch of stuff that happened, uh, starting with uh, Philly's win in the you know in the afternoon. Then you have the the Sixers before the, the Eagles even had a chance to to think about a pick. Right, the, the Sixers blew out um, uh, who they play well, Toronto. Uh, Toronto. Thank you, um, blew them out of the water. And then and then we had the draft. So yep. a busy busy night in Philadelphia. Um, and I guess we can kind of start with the Eagles, right? Let's, let's kind of dive in there. Um, so you st- they start on the clock, or um, they start the draft at pick fifteen, um, and then run around pick you know pick twelve thirteen. You're like all right, let's 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 ramp up a couple picks away. This guy's there, that guy's there, and then there's a trade. They move up to thirteen. Um, a pretty big wait, price. Wait, before we yeah, even go get ahead. into that, like, go ahead. How about you know reading all day that like this team might move up into the top ten, like. I'm sitting there at five o'clock, six o'clock, like, yeah, we're gonna move up in the top ten. We're gonna get we're gonna get one of these defensive ends or we're gonna get one of these cornerbacks. Like, I'm ready to go. Um, and it was it was a pretty quiet top ten if you know, if there ever was one. Um because yeah. there were a couple of things that like you you saw in the land or a couple of days before the draft was Carolina might move out of that sixth spot. Um the Jets might move through their picks for Debo. You know, you know what I mean? Like you, you were seeing a lot of things in this top in these top tens in the top ten that could have possibly happened then uh you know i think it was like an hour or two before the draft it was like howie rosen's working hard to move up for one of the defensive ends so um but like i said it was just a really quiet top 10 nothing happened yeah, I, mean, except, I mean besides the picks but like right, right. There, there, were no, there was really no training at all in the top no nah, there was no there really wasn't any movement um but I, apparently the price was steep because just to move up two spots, I feel like yeah. Roseman gave up a lot, right? It's like three picks, like a third and a fifth. Well, I, I forget exactly. I think what it, was, it was. I think it was. Um, it was like three separate. It was a picks. swap. It was a swap, fifteen and thirteen. It was a. It was two fours, I think, and uh, maybe it was another pick, a six. Yeah, or something, like something like that. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a six because they didn't have a six round pick. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a ton. I mean, but listen, um, if he's their guy, you know, 
it, 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 to move up two picks, I understand, but you had to kind of jump the Ravens and who did they trade with? Um, who was it? Houston? I believe it was Houston. Yes, it was Houston. Yes. Um, Houston knew that they were trying to jump Baltimore for the defensive tackle. And, Jordan Davis, uh, yep. Yep, so they just they upped that price, and uh, the, the Eagles were willing to pay for it. Um, what was your initial thought when the, the name was announced? Listen, um, I, I had said for a week before uh, that I thought, and I even said on the show, he was my, my mock draft, my, my pick for the Eagles at 15. Um, I'd said if he was going to be there, they're going to go for him. Um, you know, you have Hargrave and you have Cox coming off, off the books next year. You've got uh, Milton Williams, a young guy. Um, they want to pair him up with another defensive stud and defensive tackle stud. And uh, listen, I'm fine. It's it's not like defensive tackle is not like the sexiest pick in the world. It's not like a skill position. It's not, you know, it's not even a defensive end. Like, sure. But they're important. Uh, they're important against the run. Um, I'm, I'm not 100% sold on, on him yet, only because it worries me a little bit about his motor you know there were some there were some you know uh questions about his character you know or not really his character but like his his you know his work how much ethic. Ha- right his work yeah, ethic yeah. how much how much he puts it in he doesn't play on third down um he, he gets you know he gets real tired um at the end at the end of games i mean but somebody had explained to me, you know, Georgia, you gotta, you gotta realize like Georgia blew everybody out this year until the end yeah, of the year, until absolutely. the playoffs, really. Yep. So, you know, this kid was not, you know, didn't have to play much in the second half, much on third downs. So by the time the national championship game rolls around, he is cooked. Uh, sure. Coming into the NFL, I think if he's got the right work ethic this time, um, listen, you're putting him in a room with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, you know, guys that have been in the league a few years. Um, a couple leaders, you know what I mean. Uh, so you know, I, I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm not rooting against him. Um, I, I hope he turns out to be great. Uh, I'm not. I don't hate the pick. Um, I'm just not as thrilled as everybody for those reasons. Not because I don't think he's not going to be good. Just because I don't know what his, you know, what his work ethic is going to be. What is, is he gonna, you know, have have the motor on all four downs? Or and listen, the Eagles, the Eagles play a lot of rotation so oh absolutely so it might work especially because like their 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 defensive line is very deep like i'll give them that so there, there will be a lot of uh a lot of rotation but uh, this pick's growing on me a little bit when the, when the pick was announced i was kind of i was underwhelmed um because uh, like one the fact uh, there's not to be excited about because he is at that size he is fast he's got speed yeah. Um, and he's an SEC player too. Like that's true. How true. long? That, how long have helps. we been saying let's let's bring in the SEC players? But but the big reason I think I was not as excited immediately is because just from an organizational need, I think Kyle Hamilton would have fit better on this team. I thought he was the right pick right there. Right. Um. So when they traded up, I thought that's who they were they were trading up for. I agree. I I, I thought I thought that would have been great. He was my favorite player in this draft. It's just like. Safety and linebacker, they just don't value that position the way they value well, defensive line. For sure. But I, I look at their depth chart and, like, who's playing safety and cornerback, too? Right. Like, uh, safety who's playing a- either abs- safety position? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you, still Anthony, I mean you still have Anthony Harris. Yeah, true. Um, And then, I mean, who's on the other side? Marcus Epps, Kevon Wallace? Like, right. 
I don't Kevon Wallace did add. He he. I don't know if you saw the pictures. I did. I did. He added like fifteen or twelve pounds. Like he's he got real big. He hit the gym absolutely. Yeah. So I, maybe there's something there, but right. I, I I think I mean Hamilton's got the higher upside, so I would have preferred Hamilton over yeah over, over Davis. And another reason why I'm I'm skeptical with Davis is I keep hearing about how he's mainly a uh, a run stopper. He's not really a pass yep. rusher. Um, and in an NFL that's skewing way more passing than running. Yeah. I think I think being able to pass rush is, is more important. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Um but at the same time, I don't know. Listen, we were we were we were spoiled with a guy like Fletcher Cox, um Fletcher's cock. Uh <laughs> we we were spoiled with a guy like him because defensive tackles don't get to the quarterback. Like they're not supposed sure. to get to the quarterback. So like is that just us being spoiled or is that just us? Or is that like a realistic thing? You know what I mean? Like, is that, right. is that a realistic ex- expectation? Yeah, I guess. But listen, I would I, I would love for him to give the quarterback too. I just, I'm just, I'm not really expecting it. So like, I, well, I think you, I, th- I mean, I think it's fair to expect it when you're a first round talent and you pay that price to move up two spots to well, get listen, them. I feel like you got it. You got to be able to do it all. Look at the running backs that they play twice a year. Saquon Barkley. Uh, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott. Are those are either of those guys the same guys they were two, three, four years ago? Maybe not two, three, four years ago, but they're still pretty good running backs who are going to yeah. try to run the ball up the middle. And you know, you know what I mean. Like I'm just saying, I I I understand what you're saying, and I I agree with you. I just I don't know how much I'm going to expect a defensive tackle to get to the quarterback as well as a rookie. You know what I mean? Like I got I got I don't know. Maybe, who knows? Maybe. Did we know that the Fletcher Cock was was going to be a guy that got a lot of sacks as defensive I tackle? Love, I love how you just said Fletcher Cock, not even trying to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, man, Fletcher's Cock, he gets me. You know, Fletcher's Cock gets me excited. So, exactly. Um, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I just listen. I'm I'm not I'm not totally totally excited about the pick, but I'm also it was a it was a position at need, and they love that position. They love the defensive line. Oh yeah, so, I mean, you you go back to 2017 and. And I mean, they they had the best offensive and one of the best defensive lines in football, and, and it worked for them there. And they're just trying to replicate that. So and I'm defi- I, I definitely, I definitely agree with you. Like Kyle Hamilton was there, you know, I would have rather taken him, but they just don't value that position for whatever reason. Yeah, like I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying they just don't. Yeah, no, you're right, hundred percent. They just right. don't like value it. <laughs> right, and, and I thought, I thought that like when they didn't do Hamilton and they didn't really address safety at all in the draft. I thought they had like a backdoor deal with Tyron Matthew. Yeah, you know, yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like that's gonna work. He's signed with the Saints or right. or at least he's expected to, but um I just I just thought Hamilton was just just organizational like just a bigger need. Yeah. Personally. What what what, what do you th- like what ha- like what do you think about the idea that like what if they thought that they were going to sign Tyron Matthew and like they were like, all right, we'll move up for thir- we'll move up to thirteen, we'll move up to the the two picks, we'll let Kyle Hamilton go. Because you kind of figure that this that the Ravens were going to take him if you're taking Davis, and we'll just sign Matthew. And now that that doesn't happen, like, like what do you think Howie's thinking? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I like I, I, if you're doing all that, you have to like be certain. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, so, um, but then like I, I didn't really you, nobody really had a chance to to think about it, you know, for a while because two minutes later seems like. They go out and trade the 18th overall for AJ right. Brown, um, which got. I mean, I feel like kind of shocked everybody. I don't think anybody really saw that coming. Yeah. Um, Dude, how? 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 Let me ask you a question. 
Okay. Before I ask the question, okay, I'm trying to see if I should ask the question or not because I don't want to give it, it away. All right. So who do you think is better, Ridley or or AJ Brown? Oh, um, I think they do different things. I think as who'd you rather have? Uh, I think I'd rather Honestly. have Calvin. I think I'd rather have Calvin Ridley. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say because I think I would rather have AJ Brown just because of the physicality. And listen, we we've talked about it on the show a little bit too. Like, well, it's actually I think it's too. I think for you know, and because now I'm thinking about it, I think I would change my answer. I think it depends on who the quarterback is. I think if you have okay. somebody who's an actual passer, I think Calvin Ridley makes more sense because I think he's a better route runner and he's a better he's a better receiver. I think he can catch better than AJ you Brown. Think? But really, I th- I think so. Sure, you don't have think you so. Seen but- the highlights. Of AJ Brown, one-handed catches in in, in the end zone for touchdowns and shit. He had, a, he had a lot of drops last year. Okay, that's fair. Um, he, had a, he had a lot of drops last year. Now, granted, he, he battled had, injuries. He had, I mean, but... he had more catches than Calvin Ridley last year. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a fair point. But but and he'll have this, more this year. But in this offense, where maybe things are going to happen closer to the line of scrimmage, where you could throw right. a little dunk pass to AJ Brown and let him do his thing. Maybe he fits more in this offense more than more than Calvin Ridley. I mean, right. it's a guy a guy that could catch get the 10-yard catch turn into 30 yards because that's what yeah. AJ Brown does. Like that's Absolutely. where he gets all of his yards. Um I think I think he was like second in the league or he might have been first in the league in yak. So uh that's that's definitely exciting. Um you know, I I I uh I I th- I think I'd rather have AJ Brown. I just think physically he's more of a wide receiver one. Look, the injury the injury history kind of is a little ske- I'm a little skeptical on. Um, he's only played a full season once. Uh, I mean, it's it's just going into his fourth year. He's at two thousand yard, two one thousand yard seasons last year. I think he had just under nine hundred. Um, but yeah, no, I I I hear what you're saying though. Uh, it, the reason I asked that question more is just because like would. Like it, it, it's. I thought it was kind of a blessing, not a blessing in disguise, but because like, I would have liked Ridley. I mean, you know, if they made that trade, I wouldn't. Have, I've been upset. It's just uh, I just think they they got the better end of the two players. You know, my opinion. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's possible. I, I and mean, they're com- comparable. I mean, I'm looking at their stats. I mean, I, I just think Ridley catches the ball more. Like career, so career catching percentage. What's it? What see. would this be? His fourth or fifth year? Uh, who Ridley? Yeah, he played four years. Okay, so it would be his fifth year if he's playing this year. Correct. Okay. Um, but his career his career catching percentage is sixty eight percent where AJ Brown's is sixty two. So he just catches more balls that are thrown to him. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean AJ Brown has the kind of the breakaway type, you know, talent where he he's he's tough to tackle once he gets the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I just think he's he's he gets up to the he gets the ball. He goes up for the ball more. I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just I also think that like I, I'm I'm not like shitting on AJ Brown. I think he's a tremendous ad, and and I think he's going to do wonders for Devontae Smith on the other side. Let more opportunities going to open up for him, other than right. having like fucking Jalen Rager on the other side. Like, right. so I, I think AJ Brown's a great uh, addition, but at the same time, with who the quarterback is, like, does adding another like wide receiver really matter? I don't want to do. I don't want to be all gloom and doom this show. I I don't want to do it, but like. The quarterback still Jalen Hurts, and I know they're like best friends, and it's yeah. like it's like a true bromance, so maybe it works out. But 
Yeah, but also he's 24, so like Yeah, true. If it doesn't work out this year, you know, you still got a 25-year-old. You know what I mean? It's yep. like he's not 29 who you're hoping, okay, hopefully we get a couple more good years out of him. You know, you're hoping to get a couple more than a couple great years out of out of but, uh, Okay, but if it doesn't work out with Hurts this year and he's not the guy. Uh-huh. With how close him and AJ Brown are. No. You don't, don't think it'll matter. You don't think AJ Brown is going to work his way out of Philadelphia because Absolutely they sh- not. you don't think so? No. It's I a business. He- <sighs> especially especially from what I heard today he only, he said I have no hard feelings with te- to Tennessee. He said I love Tennessee, but at the end of the day this is a business and if you don't perform and if you don't if you don't, you know, um if 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 it doesn't it just doesn't work out, it's a business. Like it's it's work. It's not yeah. it's not, you know, anything I just personal. Think it could be I think it could be something to keep an eye on if if that was to happen. I, I understand what you're saying. I disagree, but I understand what you're saying. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. Listen. If Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, I don't think he's gonna say I. I don't want to be here because my best friend's not here. Like I don't think he's a right. diva like that. Right. So like. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. It seems like a true bromance. I, I don't. How do they even know each other? I mean, I guess they're not that far apart in age. They're they're right around the same age, I think. So. Yeah. I around guess, the same age. I guess it makes sense, but I don't, I don't know where they like. They go to school together. What what happened? They didn't there? go to college together. No. No, they didn't. AJ Brown went to Ole Miss. And uh, he did. Yeah. Hurts went to. Alabama and Oklahoma. I don't know. Maybe they knew each other before. I don't know. Maybe it's it's odd though. Yeah. Like like to me, like I, I don't think I don't think AJ Brown comes in this situation not knowing the situation. You know what I mean? He's got yeah. agents. He's got he's got people. Like he know I he's got to know that situation before coming here. Oh sure, yeah. So. And and that deal's already hammered out before the trade even happens. Right. Like, I think they they asked him about you know when it what he what his reaction was like when he like found out about the trade and he's like oh like I knew about the trade this morning. Yeah. Right. Like I guess it was possible depending on how things shook out that like he had a feeling he was going to get traded to the Eagles and the, the yeah, contract yeah. was already handed out at that point. What right. what do you think of the four years hundred million? Um, it's not my money. So, I, I mean, Fair. I, I kind of hate saying that. Like, I hate when people no, that, say that. Like, I it's not true. my money. Just sign them. Like, I, I, I don't know. Um, what's it? Fifty-seven guaranteed. Um, yep. the Eagles have not had a star receiver like this since what? To, maybe. Uh, I mean, can you go back to the days of Deshaun Jackson? I mean, the the thing with Jackson was he was more boomer bust. Like he would give you a hundred and fifty yard game, and then the next game he go out two catches, twenty five yards. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, sure. Um, so I, I don't... But I'm I'm talking about like big bodied. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, you well, know. I mean, you use the Alshon, the year of Alshon. It was a big I body. See, Brown is a way better receiver than. Oh no, he's a better was. receiver. He's a better receiver, but I'm just all about like physicality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I got you. You got you got Alshon, but he was more. But of but, like but, a... but but here's the thing though. Like the problem with Alshon was they signed Alshon. To be like, like before Alshon came here, he was this red zone guy who was catching sure. fades in the in the, and then the Eagles are like, yeah, we want to sign you, but we don't throw fades to the end zone. <laughs> no. They draft JJ Arthago Whiteside because what does he do? He catches fades in the end zone. Or the Eagles, yeah, we're gonna draft you, but we're not gonna throw fades <laughs> to the end zone. Like, like it just it just kind of was like a theme to me. Yep. Like like we were saying before, like AJ Brown catches the ball ten yards and breaks for thirty or forty, right. you know. Yep. Um, and he could be that guy that catches a a, a fade if if for whatever reason. Um, you know, and obviously it's not the same regime or the same coaching regime as the Super Bowl years with Alshon, but uh, you know, if they ever if they ever find that in their playbook, you know, it's it's definitely available, right? Yeah, absolutely. But like, 
And and back to the whole Hurts thing. I mean, there's there's no excuse for him this year, right? Like this is kind of make or break. You have right. another year of Devontae Smith. You have AJ Brown now. You still have Dallas Goddard. I like at this point the biggest question mark other than Hurts when you're talking about a skill position at this point is probably Miles Sanders. He's the biggest question mark at this point. Like, right. what kind of production are you going to get out of Miles Sanders? This and I think really Miles is a good I think Miles is a good player. He's a good guy. Uh it's just health. It's health, health and, it's thing. health and fumble. Like a whole right. lot of football. Hold on on the football. Those two things are, are, are and, Miles' biggest issues. For sure. And uh, I also want to go back to the Jalen Hurts thing a little bit. We all know how I feel about Jalen Hurts. I, I am ro- I am rooting for the guy because he's the Eagles quarterback. I, I if I, I hope he proves me wrong. Um, but like you said, it, you know, it's make or break year for him. But, like, my biggest worry is that, like, Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet- MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports now in more markets than ever. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. To everyone who's dealt with the hassles of accessing healthcare and thought, it shouldn't have to be like this. You're right, it shouldn't. Partner MD is better healthcare for an even better you, much more than concierge medicine. Partner MD is healthcare the way it should be 24 7 access to care, virtually no waiting, and the one on one attention you need to help maintain your healthy lifestyle. Visit partnermd.com for pricing and more information. He's going to play well enough for them to give him a contract, but like he's never going to be better than like I don't like, I like I don't want him to be Ryan Tannehill or um uh uh who else is there uh, uh Case Keenum not guy. even I think not, he's better than Case Keenum but like like just like a, a very good game Tony Romo like a very good game right. manager you know what I mean like having having these weapons like can make you a lot better but they can also make you look a lot better like look at him in the second half take, of last year would you take jalen hurts or baker mayfield oh, man Pro- i probably just keep jalen yeah i mean i think they i think they have the same issues i think yeah. baker get the ball down the field a little better but uh right i think he has the same issue where he doesn't read the offense you know yeah no, I, I got you i was just curious yeah that's no, a tough one i mean i think they're very much at the same right you know maybe one's the 15th best and one's the 18th best or one's the right. 18th best and one's the 20th. Like, I don't think it really does much difference. Right. Much of a, it's not much of a difference. It doesn't do anything drastic. Right. Right. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of other quarterbacks I could, I could ask you about. Um, well, that's the thing too. It's like, it's like this team, like I was thinking about this today on my way home from work. Like this team, you think like, all right, they, they have, a, they have two good receivers. They have a good tight end. They have a good running game. They have a good offensive line. They have, on paper, a good defensive line. On paper, they have good linebackers. They're, they struggle a little bit the secondary. But, like, let's say Jalen Hurts goes out there and he's, you know, worse than last year. Or, or at best, he's he is what he was last year. 
which we agree that's not good enough, right? Yep. Okay, so what happens? What happens then? Like, do they 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 move up the draft a quarterback right next year? Then uh, you're I waiting mean, another two or three years for that guy. You, to I mean, really you, develop. You have to at that point, or what quarterback is right going to be available? That right? like, that's what I was thinking about. What this year's versions versions of Rodgers, Wilson, or like who's that going to be next year? Right. Yeah, who's that, who's going to be that next year? Um, well, that's really, what I was trying to think about. Yeah. Like, because obviously, like, like the Wilson was like the was kind of writing on the wall for a year. Uh, the the only know, there, quarterback, there things... the only quarterback at that level that I could think of, and I think he's overrated because he hasn't proven anything yet. The only person I can think of that could go south like that is Kyler Murray. Okay, because their their relationship doesn't seem perfect, right? Um, and he has talent, so I just I agree, I agree with that. I, I think I think uh, I think he's a he's a nice player. Like I think yeah. he's a, he's a nice player. Um, I think he's better than Jalen, but like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's injury issues. He's tiny. For sure. Um Yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh but what are the quarterback what are the quarterbacks out there that could be in that situation come next right. year? Well that's what I'm saying. Like 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 Wilson we kind of knew a year before. Like there was writing on the wall. Yeah, he, um, he's been asking for a trade for a while. Yeah. Before, uh, before the whole allegation stuff happened. Wilson, I mean. I'm Watson. sorry. I'm sorry. Watson, Wilson, the W. Yeah, got well, I was gonna I was gonna talk about both. So Watson okay. we already knew for uh, you know a year a year definitely for a year prior he yeah. sat the whole year you know what i mean oh, yeah, yeah. um even wilson though like will there were like there was like frustrations between wilson and Pete Carroll the year before that's right this 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 up you know this upcoming season um so it's like it's like you know these these things don't play out overnight usually right so like, the, like that's the thing is like we got we've got to start hearing about it now you yeah. know um so yeah i don't i don't know uh, i mean the whole stafford thing too that was not a surprise but like that kind of happened um, overnight, I guess. I, I don't, I don't know if that's a surprise because like he was in Detroit for so long and they gave him absolutely nothing to work with, and well, they were I in the rebuilding mean, phase. Yeah, 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 like, no, no. I, I don't expect, I don't think people expected him to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback year one. I no, mean, no, it's, just, no. it's just a perfect scenario. Perfect yeah, yeah. I, I just meant, I just meant like, not a surprise in the sense like he got traded and won a Super Bowl. I just mean like. You weren't hearing about in the media. I want out. I want out. Oh, I yeah. want out. Like Watson. Oh, he's like that. Wilson. Stafford was a pro though, like Stafford, yeah, Stafford handled it. Really but that's what well. I'm saying. Like, yeah. like it, it doesn't always happen overnight, I guess. For sure. sometimes it kind of does. So you know, it's just a matter of who that quarterback's going to be, and is he willing? Are we willing to move those two picks for him, or one of those picks, or do we move up and get a quarterback? And you know, we know rookie quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. Second year no. quarterbacks could win Super Bowls. Um, but it's that's the thing. It's like a two two to three year process. So it's like for sure, but but you trade for a guy like AJ Brown who's only twenty four years old. So you, you could theoretically wait another year or two, right? You you know even if it's three, it's twenty. He's twenty seven right. years old. Yeah, Smitty's what twenty. He'll be twenty four, twenty five at that point, right? Um, you know, and hopefully got a young offensive line at that point. Mylotta, uh, Dickerson, uh. This, this, I mean, eventually we'll talk about him. But That's a great segue. Let's just get right into it. Second yeah. round pick, fifty six <laughs> overall. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it because I wanted to. I wanted to. Uh... Uh, Cameron Jurgens, uh, center out of Nebraska. Um, so you, you like his nickname? What's his nickname? Beef Jurgen, or something I, like that. I didn't hear that. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So he, he like apparently like I don't know if he's got like a business or something like. Something with like beef jerky, like he or he loves okay. loves beef jerky, so they call him like beef jergens or beef jergen or whatever. I I love that. That's a great nickname. <laughs> um, 
Now, I, I'll be honest. I don't watch. I don't watch a whole lot of college football, and when I do, I certainly don't pay attention to the offensive line. Yeah. So I don't, or I don't, Nebraska. Or Nebraska, right? So I don't really know much about him. The one interesting thing is that um, Jason Kelsey pretty much helped scout this guy and okay. pretty much put his stamp of approval on it. And the fact that the Eagles are getting word from Jason Kelsey on scouting and, and, and what players to take makes me think as soon as he retires, he's up in that front office somewhere. Possibly. Um, it just it, that's really the only thing that I can think of when I hear that. Or he's just really, you know, he's just a, he just loves the Eagles so much. I, I guess, but it's <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, yeah, he was no, heavily, apparently he was heavily involved in this pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the fact that they have that much say, you're taking a center who's not going to play for year year one because that's like the best case scenario is him not playing a single snap because yeah. that means Jason Kelsey's healthy the whole year. Right. Um. So so the pick that you pick that in the second round. I don't love that because again, there's so many areas in need. Um, there was a, a couple cornerbacks there you could have taken. Um, but no, I, I love it. Do you? Okay. Yeah. So, but I got I'm, you. I you know the secondary not not taking secondary really in the whole draft is well, is a little questionable. Hold go on. Ahead, go ahead. Let, let, let me ask you this though. Like you you pick this guy you pick this guy Jergens center right? Mm-hmm. Didn't you just spend a draft pick last year a second round pick on a center last year? He's Dickerson? not going to play center. He was never going to play center. You don't think he was ever going to play center? No. Okay. You keep him right where he's at. Okay. Fair enough. I, I think I think they drafted him for the intention of him playing center, but once they saw how good he was at left guard, yeah. I I think I think they they found they found a guard. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go go on your love fest for beef jerkins. Okay. Uh. So yeah. No, man. Listen. I I would have taken Linderbaum in 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 the first round. You know. Are you, you, you people people rate him the best center? He reminded me a lot of Kelsey. Um, I mean, we're not going to sit here and break down a Ravens draft pick or whatever. Did he go to the Ravens yet? Um, we're not we're not going to break that down. But um, a lot of, I've I read a lot of these scouts think you know Jurgen. What's his name? Jurgen. Jurgens. Jurgens. Um, a lot of people think Jurgens was rated the highest center in the in the in the coming out of the draft. Yeah. So listen, man, I, I'm I'm all about. Uh, you know, beefing up that offensive line, especially for the future. Um, like you said, I hope we don't see him this year. At least not in that position. You right. know, if if he has to move to right guard for an injury, you know, I'd be happy to see him. But uh, no, I, I actually really like this pick a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, That's I think he's very athletic. I think he's strong. I think. Uh, listen, uh, if Jason Kelsey says you pick him, we listen to our king, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, and then we can kind of move into the third round, 83rd overall. I feel like it was a surprise that this guy dropped. N'Kobe Dean, linebacker out of Georgia. Um, I mean, it seemed like people were saying this is a first-round talent, right? Like somewhere in the, the mid-teens, like right, right around the 15 to 18 range that the Eagles are picking. Listen, a, lot, a lot of people thought he was going to go in that range. Listen, I was like a school kid in puberty. I, I couldn't stand up. <laughs> when, when, I, when I saw that happen, when I saw that draft pick, man, whew, I – you know, I was I was actually I was actually at a party, uh, and um, we you know everybody celebrated like it was like Christmas morning, like we're like you know, the uh, the Eagles just won a playoff game, like it was it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, listen, like you said, people thought he could have gone in the first round, the top fifteen, top twenty, whatever it was, uh, and he, he slides to the third round, and you know I've been hearing a lot of things, whether it's injury, you know, him him recovering from injury or his his height, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know what it is. He's saying that yeah, if, the injury is a little overrated. Yeah, apparently, overrated some, but... apparently, some sort of injury thing, and then <laughs> Howie Roseman and Dean both said, "What injury? We're, no, we're fine. 
We're right. good. So so either Howie Roseman and the Eagles are getting swindled into believing he's healthy, or the rest of the league just has bad information. Yeah. Um and I think I think it's a little bit more likely to be the first <laughs> thing, but uh, right. But uh now man, I listen, this could be the steal of the draft. That's um, what I keep hearing, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. so um, the, the dude is just an unbelievable run stopper. He's an un- like he gets to to the sidelines quick as hell. So uh, listen, another SEC player. I'll take it. Yeah, especially on the defensive and, side and a linebacker. We yeah. talk about it all the time how they, they last year they didn't pick a linebacker until the seventh round. Right. Like we talk. And about then the year the before time. they took a guy from Colorado in the third right. round who who I, we've seen play four games in three or two years, three years, whatever it's right. been. Right, exactly. And Debbie so, on Taylor. So right, so I mean, and the fact that like they addressed it with Kazir White, like it seems yeah. like they're actually acknowledging that linebacker does matter. Of course, which look nice. at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. Look at you know uh, 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 the the L.A. Rams. Like like they they have good defensive line, good linebackers. I mean, you Even know, Dallas. Look what Parsons did. I know he right. did a lot more than just linebacker, but right. But still, I mean, it's it's impactful. Yeah. And 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 Dean Dean seems like he can be the captain of your defense. Like right now, who is the captain of the defense? Is there one? I mean, is it still Fletcher? I mean, right. Who's the captain of the defense? Um, Ever since Malcolm left, I don't know if you've had one. I think Dean um, could be that. Well, I yeah, I well, you definitely have captains. I but you mean like a true captain? Yeah, uh, like a true leader of the I defense. But I don't know if a rookie comes in and does that though. No, no, not right away. But I think he has yeah. the potential to to of be course. that. Of course, I think because uh, your white could do that too. Um, yeah. Even even Reddick, I think, could. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sound Reddick. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, and you didn't really have Brandon Graham around because he got hurt. But uh, what's going on with him? I haven't heard anything. Is he going to be healthy come training camp? Uh, I, or think, is he, I think he should think, be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he got hurt, hurt week so. one, so right. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's really been much out there. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think he should be all right. Okay. Sixers uh, are in trouble here. Yeah, I'm. I'm watching it. They're down by what fifteen. It's not looking I got, promising. We'll talk I've about got them 726 later. left, right? Yeah, 726. Got? That's where I'm yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All um, right. So let's move on to the sixth round. And you didn't have a pick in the fourth or fifth, probably thanks to that trading up from 15 to 13. Right. Uh, sixth round, 181st overall, Kyron Johnson, another linebacker out of Kansas. What can you uh, What can you tell us about this guy? Not a thing. Okay, me I have either. no idea. Um, I don't, I, I don't listen. watch... Uh, like Kansas right. is known for their basketball. Uh, what are you What are you picking football players for? And, right, and uh, <laughs> you know, um, I don't I don't watch much college football, um, but if I do, I'm definitely not watching Kansas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, listen, it's probably it's probably just a depth pick. Um, you know, a guy. Listen, your your fifth, sixth, seventh round guys are especially your sixth and seventh round. You're throwing darts at the at the board and Absolutely. hoping you know. You're throwing shit in the wall, shit in the wall, shit at the wall, and hoping it sticks. So yeah, like, you're, you're picking a, a rugby star, hoping he could be your offensive right, tackle. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, it could just be a camp for body, a, a body for camp. It could be a depth piece. Who knows? He could be, you know, Patrick Willis. I don't know. But like, yeah. I, I'm not gonna sit here and try to bullshit you people, you guys. So like, <laughs> I don't know a thing about him. So right. Um, okay, fair enough. Uh, we can move on. And then their last pick, they pick a tight end out of SMU, Grant Calcaterra. I don't know a thing about this guy either. Um, I don't know how much of a need tight end is at this point. I guess you really right. don't have many on the roster, I guess. Um, so, so, I mean, so yeah, yeah, I mean, like, 
Go ahead. Obviously, obviously move on from Ertz last year, so maybe they're just trying to fill in that that second tight end role. But right, I, I don't know. I, I think this is more of a third tight end kind of role. Um, because listen, you've you've got Dallas Goddard. You've got what's his name? Jack Stoll. Um, no, no, no. The the guy, the quarterback. The, yeah. The, uh, Ty- Tyree Jackson. Tyree Jackson. Yeah. You know, now, the, the question, uh, right? So that's the question: is is he going to be a healthy? tight end is he going to be a healthy player um so i don't know we'll see um i think that's a real concern especially for a team that loves that loves tight ends like yep. likes having two or three really you know decent tight ends um who knows maybe they go out and get richard rogers again for a fifth year in a row <laughs> on a one-year deal you know right um, and listen it's it's the same thing like the, like when like camp starts to roll around, like and they still don't have a like they signed Steven Nelson at cornerback right before camp, I believe it was. Yeah, or yep. during camp, they you know they can do the same thing at tight end. You know what I mean? Like, listen, you've you've got Dallas Goddard. You have so many weapons on this offense now that like it actually kind of worries me. Like Dallas, like what's what kind of production are you gonna get from Dallas Goddard after you just paid him all that money? You know right. what I mean? Like, if it all depends on the quarterback. It, you could you could see Smitty and and AJ Brown both have a thousand yards. You could see Dallas Goddard have eight hundred yards. It just depends on the quarterback. We know this offense; they want to throw the ball. We saw that in the first half of last year. Yep. Um, once they realized that they just really couldn't force him to throw the ball and be successful throwing the ball, they started running the ball. But uh, um, I think with the right quarterback, that could happen. You could have two thousand, two one thousand yard receivers and an eight hundred yard tight end. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I think I think his camp gets closer, or even during camp, if you know Jackson can't stay healthy, where he doesn't look like a number two or whatever it is, they'll they'll make a trade for a backup tight end or a second tight end, or they'll sign right. somebody like yeah, or who knows? Maybe you know they throw shit at the wall and then see if it sticks with this kid. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, come to camp, work, and hopefully you can find you find a spot on this roster. Yeah. Um, and then after the draft was completed. Um, there was a slew of uh, undrafted free agents, and the Eagles found their quarterback of the future. <laughs> I love it. Another Carson. Carson, not Carson Wentz. Carson Strong, quarterback out of Nevada. They should have um, gave him number 11. That would have been hilarious. Uh, that would have been a big fuck you, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be lovely. Um, I know there's concerns when you're talking about, apparently he's got like cartilage damage in his knee or something. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I remember halfway through the year on this show, we were talking about quarterback draft picks in the upcoming draft, and one of the guys you named was Carson Strong, being a first round pick, being yeah. one of the best quarterbacks in this draft. Um, so if if the health things work out with Carson Strong, I mean, you get him as an undrafted free agent. Maybe he's not a stud starting quarterback, but if you could get some sort of value, I mean, I, I what do you have to lose? I mean, I I, I love the signing, even of if course. it doesn't really mean much. I completely agree. Um, he's probably got the best arm of the quarterbacks in this draft, from what I've seen, like from what I've read. Um, and like you said, like you know, you have nothing to lose. Like, go out and 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 try to try to see what this kid has. Uh, the reason, I mean, the reason he did fall was because because of the knee problems. Yeah. Um, but like, he kind of fell off a little bit. After I said something, because I, I think I cursed him. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like a couple, I, I think he was playing was a week. big. He was, was playing a week. big game against Alabama because I remember because I asked you the following week like, oh, how would he do against Bama? Unless it was the other quarterback, I might yeah, have been yeah. Carson Strong. No, but it was Carroll. 
Was it Carol? Because yeah. we were I together. Forget, yeah, I forget. I was like, well, I was like, I, was, I don't remember. But I was like, how did he do? And you're like, oh, fucking terrible. We don't, yeah. I don't so, so it was, it was, it was. I thought Carol. that was strong. Okay. I was, was, I was, I was actually with your dad. Uh, we were watching the game, uh, the game, the games, and they both played at the same time. Carol or Carol? Car- Car- Carol was that his name? Corral. Uh, Carol. Yeah, I forget. We're just gonna go Carol. <laughs> That's um, fair enough. Go for he it. He played. He played against Alabama. And Carson Strong played against Boise State on the blue field. You know that blue field they yep. have? Mm-hmm. So we, we watched both games, and they okay. both looked horrible. Yeah, right. That's what it so, was. So, uh, um, yeah, no, ever since I said something, I, I cursed his career. Um, <laughs> right. But, like, dude, the experts, Ray Didinger, like, had him as a third-round pick. Like, yeah. even the day of the draft. Like, right. they, they, they were not expecting him to drop. So, like, who knows, you know? Maybe, maybe it works out. Maybe. I mean, listen. If if Jalen Hurst doesn't work out, maybe Carson Strong will. Could you imagine if if you know an, another Carson is a starting quarterback and like actually actually progresses into the into a franchise quarterback? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That would that would be uh, that would be something. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. So my phone uh, died. I can't watch the Sixers anymore. Oh no! You're not missing much. They're down by 21 with four. Oh, okay. Wonderful. With 4:40 left, I guarantee you, Jimmy Butler's not going to be out there with three minutes left. We'll oh. get to that in a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything else? Uh, the the Eagles you want to talk about? I mean, the, the, this. I, I I think I tweeted it out, but is this the best off season Howie Roseman has had as general manager of the Eagles? Um, I mean, not the best off season. No, the best off season probably is going to the Super Bowl year. Like I know, I know they won the Super Bowl that year, but like, what they went out? I mean, they went. Listen, they went out and got Garrett Blunt was a huge, a huge. Yep. You know, Alshon, Torrey Smith were both huge. Jay Jai, he wasn't the off season, but he was the middle. They season. added That's him. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, what else did they do? Uh, Bradham was the year before. <laughs> they they signed Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. That's a big one. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like at the time, I don't think any of those moves expected to be big ones. Where yeah, like, like, what else did they do this year besides AJ Brown? I mean, Reddick Redick is a big one. Uh, Kazir yeah, White's he's a nice a player. Because you're white, I think is a big one. Yeah, uh, okay. AJ a- Brown. It's, yeah, you know, um, I got gotcha. you. So I mean, I I was just curious if yeah, uh, no, 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 like, I, I understand. I, th- I think it's up there because like at the time, I don't think anybody expected any of those 2017 moves to be that impactful. Like the only one I think going into the season that people were like hyped were was probably Alshon. Like that was the biggest name in right. that offseason. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner right right uh, dude i'll take you back to the day i they signed they signed i think they signed them both the same day smith and alshon and they were like 
Dude, we were waiting for, we're just, we need a receiver. We need a receiver. We're done with Doriel Green Beckham and oh, Nelson Jesus Aguilar, Christ. like, as being the one, two, like, and they, I was, I listened to the radio driving and they go, oh, the Eagles signed a receiver. Who is it? Tory Smith. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> nice. And then, like, an hour, like, two or three hours later, it was like, the Eagles signed Alshon. It was like, oh, all right, here we go. You know, that makes the Smith signing a lot better. And I love, right. I like Tory Smith. I think he's a great guy, but, um, it's definitely yeah, not the, uh, the big receiver we were looking for. Absolutely. But, but uh, I'm no, I'm I, I understand what you're saying too. Like this is this has been a really, really good offseason. It's been an A plus draft, an A plus, you know, sign you know. But then again at the same time, like we were also talking about like why aren't they making moves? So like, you know, maybe this is why, because of AJ Brown, you know, they weren't they were going to look for a receiver. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um I there's really just two question marks and I said it earlier about this this team right now, and that's who's the safety and who's the cornerback too. And, right and 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 how you know how good is his quarterback going to play? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about like position wise. wise. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think those are the two biggest questions. Um, and I don't know Dude. what what options are out there other than the the guys internally and and rookies and young guys. I I know we're trying to like transition to like the Sixers or whatever, but like, what do you think about the idea that this thing that I've been hearing that they're going to possibly go to a three four on defense? Um. Uh, I mean, I guess it makes it. I mean, I would have said you're insane last year to do that because they just didn't have the personnel for it. But I guess you get a Redick, you get because you're white. I mean, I right. guess it could. I guess it could work. You have Nicobe Dean now if he's healthy. Um, I'm reading a lot of things and hearing a lot of things that they're actually like legitimately considering moving to a three-four. I mean, I'll tell you this right now. I've been looking on ESPN.com on the Eagles depth chart, and it has them down as a three-four. Does it really? Yeah, it, yeah okay. it, has the, it has the line as Graham, Cox, Davis, and then it has – oh, never mind. I lied. It has them 4-3. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Okay. And then Barnett is the fourth. Never mind. I was wrong. And then White, Edwards, Reddick. I think uh, it's a lot Reddick. harder to rotate. As a 3-4? As a 3-4, yeah. But I think well, – like, yeah, like, who wants yeah. it? Because like, linebackers theoretically can play on the line in a 4-3. Not many, right. not many linemen can play – Bad. Like so, yeah, it's it's easier to rotate in a four three for sure. But the, I forget who was saying it. Somebody on the radio, a former player. I don't think it was like Reese. I think it was somebody else was saying, "Listen, you if if you have an uneven amount of players on the defensive line, it makes it harder for the offensive line. So you get five guys that rush the quarterback. It's a lot harder to, you know, protect. Right. So I don't know. I was just curious to see what your thoughts were. Yeah, it's interesting. I, yeah. I I'm curious to see what they do. I mean. Uh, there's question marks when it comes to Jonathan Gannon and the way he runs his defense. So if I see any sort of improvement schematically, then then, I, then I'm <laughs> yeah. all for it. You know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, I got you. For sure. So, all right. No, I'm just can, curious. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, we can move on before we get to Sixers. Their game's about to wrap up. Three minutes left. Uh, we'll do some trivia. You yes, trivia, yes, right? I'm excited for this trivia. Okay, uh, it's, um, I'm, 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 I'm not too excited. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how this works. I'm, well, it's I'm a little different. Play. It's a little different this time. Oh, okay. So, sorry, it's loading, it's loading, it's loading. Come on. Okay, so we are actually not going to do sports trivia. <laughs> I know we're a sports show. I know we're okay. a sports show. But I wanted to rock the boat a little bit. Um, Listen, I told you, I was re-watching Entourage. Um, okay. And I know that, I know you and I, how you and I feel about the show. Um, okay. I, I think is it's this, one of my favorite shows. Listen, let, let, let me talk. Let me talk. Go ahead. Let me talk. Uh-huh. 
I know that it's I know that it's one of our favorite shows. You know, one of your favorite shows, right? I I uh, yep, you know I'm, yep. It's, it's been one awesome of my favorite it. shows. So go ahead. Uh huh. So yes, you are right. This is going to be Entourage trivia. <laughs> I hope I hope our listeners like Entourage. Uh, you know, like I okay. said, it's, it's one of our both of our favorite. One of our favorite yeah. Shows. I haven't seen it in a long time, so you might you might stump me here. But let's okay. Uh, all right, go ahead. Let's give it a shot. I try not to go like too crazy. Right. Um, like there were some crazy questions. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Um, so like I said, Entourage questions. Uh, okay. So first up, what is the name of the dog that Vince purchases in season one? He's in it the whole the whole series. I know he is. I know he is, and I get to see him. It was, it's, he's like the the black dog, right? He's like yeah, black the Rottweiler. Like a, yeah, like a Rottweiler. What was they got his him like name? they got him like season like season one episode two, and he's been in it, I think all throughout the movie too, like up to the movie. I can see it. I'll give you a hint. It's based. It's so it's it it's the same name as a an eighties um uh actor, eighties and nineties. I have no clue. And this actor was also no. This is gonna. This piss actor me off. was also the governor of California at one point. Uh, uh, Arnold? Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. It is Arnold. <laughs> that was her dog's name? Arnold, yep. Dumb name for a dog. Okay, uh, so second, <laughs> next question. <laughs> what late night show did Vince appear on? It's only, there's only, there's only been on one, one late night show, it was season one. Um, uh, shit, what late night show? Is this, um, this, this person it, still has a late night show? Currently, I don't know if he still does, but I know that. So I, I was it in the movie somewhere along the lines. He was on like Piers Morgan, so I'm gonna say Piers Morgan. Is so or from the movie? Yeah, uh, was it? In so the movie? it's not from the movie. It's not from the movie. Okay, I don't remember. So that that wasn't right then. No. Um, he still has a late night show. Uh, I don't remember. Dra- drama drama has a beef with him, and then at the end they. They make up with this this late night host. He says that this late night host, they were friends back in the day, and he basically Kim, ghosted Kimmel. him. It was Kimmel, right? Is that your final answer? Yes, it was Kimmel. He's Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Kimmel. Yeah, he yeah, said yeah. he said Kimmel, you you ghost based, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. Uh, yeah, I remember says, I remember that feud now that you said. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. like drama wasn't allowed in like the, the room that that they have people. He was like kicked out of the room that um, you know when the, when somebody on the show has their people with them, right? Because I know at one point he did feud with Piers Morgan too, so that's why I uh, right I thought of that one originally. But that might have been the movie. All right, next up, uh, this one's gonna probably be the hardest one. Okay. Um, what is the name of the rapper that Turtle manages? Oh my God! It's season two and three. Uh huh. I know exactly who it is. I I don't have. I can much give time. you a hint. Yeah, I can give you a hint. It's it's a city. <laughs> it's a city in Vietnam. I know that probably doesn't help you at all. No, it doesn't. And you're gonna say this. It be, does it begin like an S or something? It does. It begins with an S. Cause I, I, I remember. I remember everything about it. I, I don't know. I for the sake of time, I, yeah, I don't yeah, have I to you. guess. His his name is Saigon. Saigon. That's right. <laughs> Do you remember how he was founded? Uh, I I forget. He's just so, about a 
a CD, right? He left yeah. like a CD or something. So they they stole Vince's car and left the CD in That's there. That's what it was. Yeah, and yeah. I gotta watch the show next again. day. Yeah, the next day he goes he goes to the body shop that he works at, and he's like, "Are you Saigon?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, well, I'm Vinny Chase's boy. I want to manage you." He was like, and the friend was like, "Man, I, I told you that wasn't Dre's car or something like that." <laughs> he tried to like put it in Dre's car or like some big like you know, uh, um, um, record company, right? That's funny, though. So, all right. So, next up in season two, what job offer does Vince receive that Ari says Vince must do or else find new representation? This is the big one. This is probably his biggest role. What? What movie? Yeah. Season two role. Ari tells Vince he must do it or find new representation. Is this see? I, it's been so long since I've seen this movie. No, it's have, it's it's definitely it's definitely I'm hard to like I've seen the show. Like, because all the seasons kind of blend together from like a. Of course, I'm gonna go. I don't remember if it was early or late, but like, Aquaman. I think was it Aquaman? Is that your final answer? Yes, it is Aquaman. Okay. Yep. Yeah he he uh he wasn't gonna do it because he didn't want to play a superhero. Yeah. Already talked him into it. He did it, and then he found out that Mandy Moore his ex-girlfriend right. yep. was on it and they had a whole big thing and it was either i was either thinking that or medellin but i think that came in later medellin came sure. in later yeah yeah it was like yeah. season seven something like that all right last question uh, i actually just watched this episode what actor does eric have many weird encounters with in season three so okay so i'll, I'll elaborate a little bit so um he sees him at like a at like a rooftop deck um, he asks well, about I'm just, Sloan. I'm just trying to think of actors that have been in a while, and the the first that have been in multiple times. The first person I can think of, rest in peace, is Bob Saget. It is not Bob Saget. Okay. Bob, so, so let, let me let me finish. So, the the first time he sees him is on the rooftop. He goes, "Yo, yo, Eric, how are you?" And like they they start talking. He's like, "How Sloan? Oh, you know Sloan? Yeah, I know Sloan." And that, and then and then he goes to Vegas, and he he runs into him again. He's like, "Oh, did you ever tell Sloan?" I said, "What's up?" Oh, like, oh, uh, the dude from, God, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Seth, 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 the fuck, Seth. What the fuck is his last name? Read a fucking book for once, Seth. It is, it is Seth uh, Green. Seth Green. Is that your final answer? Yes, it is Seth Green. You there were, we go. what are you four for five? Uh, pretty, pretty damn Let's good. go. Like that. Four for five. <laughs> and you didn't get the hardest uh, one, which, which you know. I, you know, it, it was really hard. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> well, it yeah. was not an easy question, but uh, let's Seth go. Green. Good job. There we go. There we go. Yeah, uh, they, they fight in they fight in Vegas. It's funny you you acted that scene out so well. Yeah. I saw it happening in my head it's because I I literally I'm rewatching it for the fifth yeah. time, sixth time, whatever it is, and uh, I just watched it. So like, it's it's so funny. Like, because I don't know if you're I I listen these this is our show. We could talk whatever about whatever the fuck we want to <laughs> talk about. So um uh. What's his name? Drama goes for he. They're like drama. You want to go to Vegas? He's like, no, nah, I got I got a pilot coming up. And he's like, they're like, why don't you go get a massage from your the guy that you like to get massages from? He's like, oh, that's a good idea. So he go he goes to Vegas. He makes like all these comments all day that this masseuse thinks he's you know he's gay and like right. And he gets so mad at that that he comes downstairs. He comes down to the to the club, and uh, Seth Green is like, he he goes up to to Eric and he's like. He's like, oh, did you tell Sloan? He's like, no, man, I just saw you a half hour ago. You just told me to, to say hi. Like, I'm not, I didn't talk to her for in a half hour that you said to say hi to her. And he's like, oh, he's like, uh, he says something about like, like pelting her in the face with, you know, his man stuff. And like, and, and 
Turtle was like, well, I can't break that up. And all of a sudden, drama comes out of nowhere and just punches Seth Green. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, it, it, that show is great. I'm going to have to it's watch fantastic. it again. It's fantastic. I've, I've said it before. Ari Gold's like the greatest character yeah. in the history of television. Dude, um, him him and... Uh, him and uh, Listen, a lot of people say like him and Lloyd are a great uh, like duo. And I agree with that. But a really underrated duo is Ari and, and Eric. They are oh, such an sure. underrated duo. Absolutely. Because just the bickering and the one-liners yeah. between the yeah. two of them is, is great. Oh, and it, it's so funny how the show would be so canceled today. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's it was it's it's so good. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did you think of the movie? I liked it. It was good. It was fine, yeah. Yeah. For what it was. Yeah. Do you hear they're, uh, they're talking about bringing it back? The show or the movie? Or another the show. movie? No. Oh, yeah, yeah I, heard, so, so, I heard that like stuff with Jeremy Piven and like he might do like a spin-off type show maybe. But yeah, I, yeah. So so apparently like like uh the dude who plays Vince, um Adrian Grenier or whatever. Yeah. He he was like the only one that wasn't gonna do it. And then like last week he was like on an interview and they were like, What do you think about Entourage? Like them like making a spin-off or like redoing it? And he was like, Why would they do why would we do that? And he, they were like, Well, because you don't want to do it. And he's like, No, that's not true. He's like it's just like a money thing right now. Like who's going to, he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to sign up for something that doesn't have like money. You know what I mean? Like that, that who, like I want answers before I say yes. Like, I, like right. who's going to, who's going to produce money. Who's going to produce it. Who's going to, you know, do it all. Like, um, but he's like, I would definitely be interested in playing Vince again. Like that would be a lot of fun. Um, I'm definitely like interested in the dynamic, how they would do that today. But, right. uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, I don't we'll know see. if I would like. I don't know if I would like it the same because, like, I feel like I would, they would just have to they, see how it is, right? Because I feel like they would try not to step on toes like they did, yeah, when it was out. You know what I mean? For like, sure. And it just wouldn't be the same show, I don't think. But then again, like, like watching season one versus like if you watch like season six, it's changed. It changed. Like you, you can't say the the R word anymore. Like you can't say the F word, like F A G. You know, I mean, you can't say that word anymore. Like you know what I mean? Like so from season one to season six, like you couldn't do that. So like they, they did change and it wasn't I mean, as I good mean, as early. Nah, I mean, not, not necessarily though. Cause like by the end of it, Vince was banging a porn star. Like, <laughs> no, 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 I understand that, but I, I just mean more of the language. Like you can't say right. like, like the R E T A R D. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, like you could tell even season three, like they've stopped, they stopped saying certain words that they really? said I, in season one. Oh I yeah. Didn't I didn't notice. Yeah. Huh. All right, that's enough entourage talk. Yeah, we could be we could be here for a while. Oh, absolutely. We might just start another podcast. We will yeah. just go through every episode. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Yeah. Do like a watch along. We'll just watch yeah. it, and every week we'll come back and and you know talk <laughs> talk about the episode. Sounds good to me. <sighs> All right. Well, um, we can move on to the Sixers though. Uh, they lost 106 to 92. Uh, so game one, they're officially down. You know, one nothing in the series. Um, yep. Obviously, without Embiid. Um, which is kind of the big story of the series. They don't have a shot. They, like they don't have a snowball chance in hell to win the series without Embiid, personally. Um, and I don't know when he's coming back. It sounds like Game Three, maybe. Right. But it's I, if you were one in order to win the series, you're gonna have to steal one in Toronto. And I thought tonight's game. Miami. I'm sorry. I had Toronto on my mind. I'm watching. <laughs> uh, yeah. Never mind. I had something else on the screen. But so yeah, yeah. I think you had to steal one in Miami. And I thought tonight was. More likely of a game for you to steal because Lowry was out. Now I, I don't disagree. know if Lowry's. I don't know if Lowry's going to be out in game two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they've announced it, but I think there's a better chance you steal tonight's game. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I disagree with the fact that um, 
that if they were going to steal a game, it was tonight. I said they were going to lose tonight. Uh, I said that like to somebody else today. I think they have a better chance with game two because I want to. They want to see how they're going to play without Embiid, how it's going to look, how they're going, how Miami's going to look without Embiid. Um, look, they, at one point they almost stole it. Like at halftime, they were up. Um, they were up by five or so at yeah. some point. Yeah. So right after halftime. So. Um, Listen, I think I think they 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 saw okay, this is what it's going to look like. We're going to come out in game 2, it's going to be different. If Embiid comes back for game 3 and they win game 2, Sixers and 7. Okay. In if, Miami. Yes. If if Embiid doesn't come back for till like game 4 and they lose, they go down if they go down 2-0, it's going to be really really tough. Yep. Um if I think if they go down 2-0, he's definitely coming back game three. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Um, uh, I, if, I if, have... if it goes if it goes one one, and they come back to Philly, there's a chance I think he doesn't play, and then depending on and then and then he might play game four. Like that, that's just my I have nothing to back that up except just a hunch. That's what we um, do. Here. Yeah, fair enough. So. Uh... I mean, I don't. I don't even really want to talk about the the series because whatever happens is going to happen. The, the biggest story right. is I have, I like, what's what's what I'm looking for? I, like, I want to put a petition together to stop calling like on this show and everywhere. His name is Glenn Rivers. He is not a doc. <laughs> He's not. I, I, doc is not in his name. He is so, Glenn Rivers. I agree with that. So. uh w- I've been calling Howie Howard. Okay, for, I like for it. a little bit. Um, I like it, I, but I don't know if that's because I love what he's done this off season or just because I I don't like the guy very much, like the GM. Where, where but I agree did, with I agree with Glenn. Glenn, absolutely. Where Where was he? How was he given the name Doc? I, I'm not familiar with that backstory. Do you know? I I do know, but I don't remember. Um, it was right, when he on. played. It was when he uh, played in the league playing career hold on i'm on his wikipedia page right now rivers was given his nickname of doc by then marquette assistant coach uh rick majuris rivers attended a summer basketball camp wearing a dr j shirt jesus that's right that's right a philadelphia 76ers player julie serving uh uh called him doc and the players at camp followed soup okay so yeah i mean at this point moving forward his name's glenn rivers yeah yeah, um, we, I, I don't want him. To, first off, here. I didn't know that was it was a Doctor J reference. Glenn Rivers and Doctor J do not belong in the same sentence. Right. No, I agree with you, man. I I hear you. So um, on this show, moving forward, it is Glenn Rivers. We are okay. never to refer to him as Doc because where do I sign? Why the fuck is Joel Embiid on the court up twenty nine <laughs> points with less than four minutes remaining? Listen. In the game? I will give you his reason. It's not that I agree. It's with Not a it. good one. Do you, do you did you hear it or uh, I did. I don't know okay. which reason you're about to give me, but I, you, go go ahead. Listen What's again. I, it, this it is it is it is not me telling you it is the right reason. I am just giving you his reason. I don't agree with it. I'm just telling you what his reason is. Okay. What's um, his reason? So his reason is that in the past, if you look at a lot of other teams in in the NBA playoffs. They usually play their players until two or three minutes. They play their stars no matter what the score is up until two or three minutes left. He said that after Embiid makes what did, what did he do? He dunked or whatever uh, he did. He, he, he did the airplane. Did the layup? Did the airplane? Yeah. Yeah. He said after the airplane, if you said you see me turn to the other coach, 
and say something. He said, I'm going to call a timeout on our next possession, no matter what the, what the possession is. A rebound, an inbound, whatever it is, I'm going to call a timeout. Just so happens that Siakam fucking buries his elbow into Embiid's face and breaks his face. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to say it. I, I wasn't going to say it because because it's it's not a nice thing to say. But you know what? Siakam didn't do a very nice thing. I want him dead. I want him dead. I want him dead. I wasn't going to say it. I didn't tweet it because I, you know, that's that's serious allegations. But I want him dead. Okay. I think I might need to go to therapy, honestly. That's not where I thought you were going with that. Um, Dude, that, that night, like I, like, I was with people and I, like, I, I like this kid was like talking. I told you I was at a party. And, like this kid was uh-huh. talking. I turned around. Like I looked him dead in 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 his, in his soul, and I said, "I want Siakam fucking dead." And he was like, and then I turned around and just walked away. Like I didn't didn't say hey, didn't even say hello to him. I just said, "I want Siakam fucking dead," and I walked away. And that was it. You know what? And now uh. I'm on the record, and I don't really care. I don't care. Uh, all right. <laughs> Back to Doc's reasoning. Okay. Um, I, I was just watching the end of the, the game against the Heat, and you know who I didn't see on the court with four minutes left? Who's Jimmy that? Butler. Jimmy Butler. In which game? The game tonight when Miami was up by a bunch of points late in the game. Because Jim, – Jimmy because... Butler was not out there. Listen, I – I'm just he, not, he, not, he said not, he said he said look at look at all the teams they I all do you. it. Miami didn't do it tonight. I I'm just saying, it's a piss poor excuse. And Glenn Rivers, uh, you lose a series, you're done. Just I should just argue so we're if you clear. Did. Go ahead. Just so we're clear. Go ahead. You're not. Are you telling me this or just or just the I'm, world? Because I'm, I told you world, I I don't agree no. with it. No, I'm specifically telling Glenn Rivers. R- this. R- okay. Okay. So Glenn, Glenn, hello. I know you're listening. Yep. Um, avid listener. <laughs> I don't even know where to go because, like, the, the the Sixers have no chance of winning the series because of a boneheaded decision Glenn Rivers made. Like, and and I can even I can maybe buy that, maybe buy it if Joel Embiid isn't already hurt. But the fact that he already had a fractured thumb, what do you, you don't need him in there? Up twenty nine points, four minutes left. You just don't. There's no reason. I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I'm just saying, like, but like, he and like and we texted about it a little bit that night. Like, it, he was and like and like and that's unfortunate. And like, it doesn't take the concussion away. It doesn't take the 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 broken face, you know, away. So, like, there were people. There were people saying like, oh, that should have been a flagrant. That shouldn't have been a foul. Who cares? Indeed. Like, Who gives r- a right? Shit? They were up twenty nine. They were gonna win. It doesn't fucking matter. His face fucking broken. I want Siakam yeah. fucking dead. So like, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, it does not help. So like, <laughs> they were gonna win the series. Like, it does not matter. So, but at the end of the day, like, like I, I agree. It, it was. It was a really <laughs> shitty move. It was on Siakam's end and on on Glenn's on Glenn's end. So like, like. But it doesn't take away the concussion. It doesn't take away the fact that he's hurt. And, like, you know. And I don't want to hear people. I don't want to hear the, oh, he's so injury prone. Like, this, that. If he rolls his ankle or he hurts his back or his thumb like he did. Okay, he fine. You want to. Right. Face. Right. You, like, concussions are not injury prone. Like, they, they happen in every sport no matter who you are. Like, Well, no, no. I mean, that's not entirely fair. I mean, this specific thing isn't 
injury prone, but like you look at like Eric Lindros, he was just prone to having concussions. So right. like, that can't happen over. Right, time. this is the but first this... time we're seeing him beat exactly, with concussion. Exactly, right, exactly, exactly. But um, but yeah, no, I, and listen, like '90s hockey is a lot different than 2002. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> you know. So um, '90s hockey is a lot different than '80s basketball. Like right, and the game's a lot and, and soft '80s now '80s basketball was was exactly you know, exactly that's right. my point. <laughs> Like this would have been cheered in in the eighties, like if yeah. you did this, you know. Do, do you think? And listen, I, I love, I, I love, I love physical basketball, but like, there's a reason. Like elbows are like, why do you think in boxing, like, like they throw punches, like they all they do is throw punches because elbows fucking break fucking faces, like that's why because <laughs> it, it is it is the most durable bone in your body, like not durable, but like it is it is one of the hardest bones, it, or it's one of the toughest bones in your body, like. There's like if somebody hits you in the face with an elbow, you're going to get hurt. Like it, sound, it you, sounds like you're more mad at Siakam than you are of Glenn Rivers. Dude, I I I don't know if I, do, I can't say it you, again. <laughs> I can't say it again, right? Can I? I don't know. Can sure, I? you can go for I it. I want him fucking dead. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, do, do you think you <laughs> do you think you meant to do it on purpose? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, I'll have, to, I'll have to watch it again. I I couldn't tell. Absolutely, uh, the the crowd the crowd was screaming fucking B. The crowd was, I I can't even talk about it anymore. <laughs> I really can't. Uh, all right. Um, Better hope I don't get fired from my job <laughs> for saying you want to debt. Nah, yeah, that's, that's, you're not gonna do it. Nah, you know? nobody knows I have this. It's freedom. Right there, it's so. freedom of speech. That's yeah, right. I guess. All, uh, three people are gonna listen to this right. anyway. It's fine. Right. Oh man, where do we go from there? So um, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I hope honestly, and like I'm not a fan of like people like throwing. Sh- I hope I hope they throw fucking. I don't batter. I hope they throw batteries at him. Okay, I really do. I I hope next year he comes out. JD and they throw, Drew style, right? Yeah, I hope I dude. I hope he gets thrown at it. I do. I really do. Um, because I, I I don't watch too much NBA. Like he has a history of just being a dirty player, right? Siakam? Yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah, if if you told me this before, if you told me before the elbow, I would say no, but like now that he's thrown the elbow, yeah, fuck him. him. Yeah. Now you yeah. want him dead. I yeah. want him dead. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I don't give a shit if people from Toronto even give a fuck because you know what? They were screaming things at Embiid that were not very nice and like, listen, I I like I understand. I I'm not somebody who's like pro cancer uh, cancer culture or whatever. Like like look, the NBA playoffs are tough, but like you want to talk about Philadelphia booing or cheering people when they get hurt. You want to talk about Philadelphia, like doing the, you know, throwing snowballs at Santa, but you don't talk about Toronto, how they cheer for this guy to get hurt. They don't, sure. talk, you know, you know what I mean? So, you know what? Screw them fucking fans too. I hope they fucking, they get stuck in the fucking blizzards and, and I, I can't, I'm, I'm so angry. I'm, I don't, I can't even talk <laughs> right now. You remind me of the Bill Burr rant in Philadelphia. Yeah. Do, 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 I'm familiar. Do you hear this rant? Yes. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, I was listening to that the, the other day because every time, every once in a while, I listen to it because it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Where he's just telling everybody in the crowd to just basically go die. Yeah. Um, and I hope everybody in Toronto does too. That's kind of what you're doing. Right I do. Now, and I love it. I I I hate Toronto. Um, all right, but anyway, I mean, Glenn Rivers. This probably is the last series he's going to coach as a member of the Sixers. So hopefully, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know um, what you're thinking. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> If they lose the series, you think he's going to be here next year? I don't think he should be, but I think he will be. You think he will? Legitimately, you think yeah. he will be? I just think he's got too much power. Why? 
Why? Why? Because he's the what fucking fifteenth greatest fucking head coach. Apparently, I don't know because he's got the what 15th he most wins. What has he proven other than just have a great team one time? I, I I'm not I'm not saying he should be. I'm just telling you what I think. That and if they lose a series, there is a zero percent chance. Okay, next year. zero. Right. I hope you're right. Zero. It, it, that can't happen. I hope you're right. I just I don't I don't know. I think I think this whole MB thing kind of really. Um, helps that situation for him. That was his decision to leave him in. It makes it worse. No, I got you. But but from basketball experts in quotations, experts. I I, I watch. I, that's, I watch twenty five minutes it's of basketball a year, and this expert could tell you he's a fucking horrible coach. I got you. I I you're not. You know you're preaching to the choir. It's just you know. I just don't know if it happens. That's all. All right, fair enough. We Simply for the reason that Embiid is not here. Yeah, well, I and I understand what you're saying. He's not here because of him. I, I'm just saying. I, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's got built-in excuse. Oh, well, we didn't get far because Embiid got right. hurt. But like, exactly, he got hurt because you were a jackass. Right. Um, we we can move on. I, I don't have much Phillies or Flyers to talk about. The Flyer season's finally over. Thank God. So we can move yeah. on. Yeah. Um, anything, uh, Phillies, I mean, they had a four-game sweep of Colorado, and then they lose two of the three to the Mets. There's really not much, uh, going on right now. It's just another fast, it's just another fast pass to, you know, roller coaster. It's, it's really just another mediocre season again, because they're so, back right around 500 again. We could talk about baseball, but, uh, I went to Baltimore this weekend. That's true. I forgot about that. How was, I, how was I visited, I visited Baltimore. I went to the aquarium. It's a fucking aquarium. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to. Um, you didn't like it, or just, the, just all, all not, aquariums I'm, are the same. It's, yeah, you, that's, you that's what fish. it is. Fish right. are fish, right? It um, is. It is gigantic, though. I, it's, I have it is once. huge. It's, it's humongous. Yeah, uh, there's too many people. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Too many kids. Like it's just yep. yeah. You know. uh, but the uh, we went to the Orioles game. It is by far the best stadium I've ever been to. Uh, how, how many stadiums would you say you've been to? Like baseball this, stadiums, like five. Baseball. Or six? This is five. Five. But I've been to Fenway. I've been to Dodger Stadium. Rank them. Number one is the Orioles. Number two is the Dodgers. Number three is Citizens Bank. Number four is Fenway. And number five is the Angels. And I love all of them. I'm surprised, now, you, have, I'm surprised you have Fenway so low on that list. I love Fenway. Uh, the field itself is the best field. But after being at, like, the Orioles and, like, you kind of – you go to the field, it's it's – it, they're so like like Citizens Bank is fucking beautiful, and like like when you walk into Fenway, it's like it's you look up and you just see like like stairs. You know what I mean? Like right. like the Phillies, it's like they have things hanging up. You can go do there's a there's a wiffle ball field. Like right. there's things that do to hang out. There's bars. There's Fenway's just like concessions and like you know stairs. Like that's that's right. really all it is. Um, but the field itself is the best in the league. Uh, and I'm somebody who I think I said on the show, like I appreciate the old about stadiums, um, but I also really appreciate the new about them. Like, like the Orioles Stadium is fucking beautiful. Like, the field is nice. Like, right field. Have you ever been there? No, I hear. I hear it's. I hear it's amazing. It is. Uh, it's just a shame that their team fucking. Stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what we talked about last week, like how Miami and and like Tampa, like they just draft guys and then trade them yep. or I just hopefully the Orioles don't do that because I think if the Orioles stick to what they have as these young guys like 
again, we're not an Orioles podcast, so like I'm not gonna go too crazy into it. But like two, three years Bullins, from now, um, you have yeah Hayes, you have uh, uh, you had you had John Means there. until he got until he got Tommy right John. So I mean, they have they have a decent they have a decent young core of guys, and like in like two three years, if they can if these guys really start to develop and like they can bring in another couple guys, like I think they could be a good team, but like. But just the stadium, like right field, is is unbelievable. Like the, tra- the the station, I guess it is, is like the train station, right? Um, that like big brick wall. Okay. Um, dude, their team store, like their te- it's the coolest team store I've ever seen. Like they have really cool equipment, like or like like uh, merch. Um, did they have any good food? Do you have any good food while you were there? Dude, the best hot, the best hot dog. I, so I get a hot dog every time I go to a stadium. The best hot dog I've had. It's so basic. Like you gotta you gotta try all the different. Well, shit. Well, okay, so we ate, bef- so we made a whole day out of it. So like, we ate before we went to the game because we were really hungry, and like, we waited like, four, like we we were at, we left the aquarium like four hours before the game started. So like, we needed something to do. So like, so, we ha- we, so we, what did you go? What did you go eat? You eat seafood? You gotta go to seafood. I don't eat seafood. Down- you don't eat seafood. I don't eat seafood. You're in Baltimore. You gotta go eat seafood. The I don't eat seafood. Real. I don't eat seafood. Like a, like a Maryland crab cake? No. Nah. All right, to each their own, I guess. <laughs> you know who you're talking to? <laughs> no, I, 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 apparently not. I didn't realize you didn't like seafood. No. Um. So, but I try to get a hot dog at every game because, like, you know, that's that's the staple of baseball. Like, a beer and a hot dog. Like, yep. Um, and, and every hot dog I've had so far is different at every really? stadium. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, Orioles are one at the on the hot dogs. Dodger dog is probably two. Fenway Frank is probably three. Uh, Aaron Mark at Phillies is four. And then I'll say the Angels is five. Okay. Right? Fair enough. Yeah. Didn't think we'd have a breakdown about hot dogs. Yeah, no, man. I'm I'm, in, I'm into it. I'm into the whole thing. You know, I, yeah. I do. The, I, so this is what I do when I, when I go to, or when I try to go to stadiums. I, uh, I'll, uh, I will, I will go and we'll walk around a little bit. Um, do the merchandise, the merch store, you know, the team store. Walk around a little bit more. Get a hot dog. Um, sit down, and then when we leave, usually I'll get an ice cream um, helmet from because I, I so I collect pennants. I'm collecting pennants from each stadium, and the uh, ice cream helmet. Okay. So yeah, so that's usually like my uh, mo. That's what that's that's what we do, and then we leave. Oh shit! And then we leave after the game, or at least we didn't stay really that long because it was a really listen. Friday night, like I said, I went to a party. I was I woke up at fucking four a.m. Woke up at eight a.m. to go to Baltimore. So it was it was it was it was a long long day Saturday. So uh, oh anyway, back to back to the Phillies. Anything yeah. anything there that you want to talk about or not? Um, like I said, it's a roller coaster season so far. It's still young. We still got a young season. You know, just like you said uh, on Twitter. Um, you know, so uh, there's still there's still a lot to you know. Um, to, to find out about this team, you know, hopefully they start hitting. They do a little bit like they did against Colorado. Um, it sucks to lose against the Mets, but the Mets are playing really well right now. So, um, you know, I'm really hoping the ball flies in, you know, when it, when it's, you know, the end of May, early June, July, August, when it starts to get hot. Yeah, I will say this, and I don't have much Sixers that we, we get out of here after this, but ever since his three-error game and when he said, I don't like this fucking place, Alec Boehm is – of God walking amongst mere mortals. Yeah, I mean he's he, he's hitting the ball incredibly, and his his fielding in the last couple of weeks. I mean, yeah. he's a completely different person. Like, he he's just playing with confidence. He helped me 
beat you in fantasy baseball yeah, I, this week. I, yeah, so I was, hope, I was hoping you didn't bring that up. Oh, so. we got to bring it up. There you go. Serious? We yeah, got to no, bring go it ahead, up. Go ahead. I, I, the floor is yours. No, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not here to embarrass you. I just well, got to stay uh, facts. I, I'm I'm a little surprised because I tweeted something out like a uh, scoreboard. Check the scoreboard. I did that yeah, on, like, on like Thursday. what Thursday? Yeah, I was like Thursday. I was up by like sixty. And then you put uh, up a couple of like great fucking like Friday and Saturday, and I was, I was yep. Still uh, so check that and check that scoreboard. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. It's all right. So uh, we're not in the same division, so it's nah, all right. No, that's fine. It'll be we all right. Can, we can move on. Um. So I, I guess we get out of here. There is. Do we got the we quick. We got the lottery next week, right? The, the NHL. The NHL lottery is May tenth. So that's Tuesday. Next uh, Tuesday. So we'll have another show before then. Yeah. So. All yep. Right. Flyers get fourth best odds, I believe. Third, I thought. Uh, I believe it's. Fourth. Oh, it's oh. There's three teams ahead of them, right? Okay, correct. That's what I got confused. Yes, yeah, so I got you. So, yeah, it was if Seattle won their last game, the Flyers would have went to third. Gotcha. So, um, and then there is something that just came across. Uh, Don from Drunk Uh-oh. on Broad just texted me. It was a. This is a quote from Glenn Rivers. Again, I'm not going to call him Doc because he Uh-oh. doesn't deserve that. Right. Um, this is a quote post game. We like DJ. I guess he's talking about DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. I um, don't. We like DJ. We're going to keep starting him, whether you like it or not. Oh my god. Like he's just his fucking ego is too goddamn big. Like he's just got to be a jerk off. He's he's just burning bridges at this point. Like, he's just, <sighs> He's just being a jerk off. And like, I, I got to get myself off of here before I absolutely <laughs> fucking throw something. Do you want? Do you want him dead too? Uh, that's a little much. I He's one to like fall down a flight of steps and like break yeah, a leg or something. Maybe like just, two. Yeah, like two <laughs> flights of steps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's probably a good spot. It's been a while there. since we've had a couple laughs on here. I, I, oh, I will God. say that. Yeah, I mean, this this episode has been great, but I just yeah. I had to end with that quote. I already um, know the I already know the name of the episode. I I had a couple to pick from now. Okay, all right. One. I don't even know which one. I want him dead. Do we do? I want him dead, or another one that I wrote down early on. Beef Jergens is another great title episode. No, I think we gotta go. I want him dead. I want him dead. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right. Anything else in your mind before we skedaddle? Um, no, 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 not, especially not after that quote. <laughs> no. All right, fair enough. Because well, didn't he have another quote uh, or the, the other day? What, what was that quote? He's had a lot. I don't know. <laughs> he, had, he, had another, he had another fucking smart-ass quote, and I forget. So, all right, we can get out of here. I'm tired. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> again, anybody, if you're listening, uh, we're anywhere. You get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Like us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and go check out FiredUpSports.com. And if you're interested in writing for us, again, we're, us we're, we're still looking for writers for Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers. Um, yeah, hit us up, and uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. So. DM us personally on the on the account, whatever, email. Yep, go on the site, out. whatever. We are very easy to um, contact. So Absolutely. Let's do it. So. All right. Go ahead. Do you have anything else? Look at your no, 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 no. I was just gonna say, uh, I, I, you know, I, I wrote something uh, last week, and uh, you know, go check it out. Um, yeah, something yeah. I'm very passionate about. Jimmy Rollins should very... be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Yes. So de- definitely go on there, check that out. Uh, I think Christian said he's going to post um, his recap for the draft, uh, and then we've got um, we've got Josh on some Sixer stuff, and then we got a new guy, CJ. So uh, yep, 
I'm excited to see what he's got too. So absolutely, and I'll get to the I'll get the Flyers juices flowing once I once I give a shit about the Flyers again. Which yeah, that, that probably won't happen until I don't know August. Yeah, I saw July. some of the drafts. I didn't read them, but I, I did see them in the draft uh, yeah section of uh, yeah. So so all right, we can get out of here. Yep. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. See you guys. Up, oh, wrong button. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.